0: Hello and welcome back to the Keeper Lit Podcast with me, your host, Tara Gallagher. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Keeper Lit Podcast. Today I have another exciting guest, one of my BFFs, Kaz, Coaching, aka Karen. (laughs) No, the other way around, right? Karen, welcome. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. I know, this has been a long time coming to be fair. I'd be like, Karen, let's do podcasts together and we never do it (laughs) because we're too busy going for coffee and croissants. Yeah, exactly anyway Karen introduce yourself
1: my name is Karen I am a social worker and a coach and I'm from Dublin and
0: I'm currently living in London currently living in London I'm currently sitting on her sofa (laughs) recording this podcast so today we're actually going to talk a little bit about like career change and I suppose career shifts yeah because both myself and Karen have gone through those this is actually something that came up on Instagram I posted saying what are you guys like struggling with what can I help you with now I kind of meant like calorie deficit and protein (laughs) yogurts but people were like career changes and not being happy or fulfilled was actually the word that came up quite a few times how to become fulfilled in your career um and I do think that probably comes off the back that off the back of the fact that I have shared a lot on my Instagram Mm. about my transition from being a radiographer to an online coach and Karen obviously as well made that transition as well actually before me but um what do you call it I think it's good to anybody not just coaches to like listen to this if you're stuck um I think as well like when you're in your 20s you think like when you went to college too right you went to yeah. whenever you finish like you think you're just gonna be in that job forever yeah exactly and also you think that everyone who's working
1: is there because they are like oh my god this is job for me this is perfect this is my career now for life and you think that everyone knows has it what they going to do. But yeah, that's nearly more pressure than
0: because you're like, oh my god, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a clue what I want to do. That's so true. Anyway, for you, what, what was it? Let's just get stuck in. It's going to be very conversational. So yeah. what was it for you so you're a social worker how long did you study for because like that's time and investment like that's not an easy thing I remember when you first told me you were a social worker I was like huh (laughs) like sorry like that's a hard thing to get
1: into so I went to Trinity and I did four years there in social work straight after school Mm. and I didn't really like I didn't have like a diehard passion for social work when I left school it's just kind of something that I was interested in yeah so went in did my four years of placement and I actually loved it and then I started work like kind of straight after that and I worked for about a year and a half um in Dublin as a social worker and I did really like it but I also was like really into fitness and like lifestyle bits and stuff at the same time and uh, during lockdown actually I was like prepping for a photo shoot and because that took up so much of my like brain and like sorry that's right in uni no this is after this is when I was okay, okay, okay. yeah so when I was um like within the working, working time of Dublin um I did the photo shoot prep and like because it took up so much time I was like I actually really like this maybe I would also want to be a coach because I had a coach at the time and I was like you know looking up to him and everything yeah. so I was like okay perfect it's locked in I might just do okay. the course yeah so I did a PT course like on side of working so I was working mm-hmm. during the week and then the course was a part-time thing in the evening now in my head I wasn't going to be like I want to change to be a coach forever okay. I just kind of liked the idea of being able to help people and like do also do yeah exactly yeah. so um but the more I got into the course the more I realized that I actually really did like it and I was really excited about it and everything and then in like I think it was January 2021 I launched my online coaching yeah. business and um, and I was working then full-time as well as a social worker and I because I was like launching the business and doing all the things and you know yourself at the start of it there's yeah. so much to do I kind of like was doing too much that I was like okay I can't do both so after like a couple of months I was like I need to make the decision either if I'm going to do social work or if I'm going to do coaching yes and I didn't love social work at the time because it was like there was like stressful things going on in the job and everything and I did love coaching. So yeah. that at that time I was like right this is the time that I either make the risk and just go and just like see if I like it or not. Um so I did and that's when I left my full-time job in like April. So I think it was like 2 or 3 months of like like deciding whether I wanted it or not and then I went full-time online coaching for about a year yeah
0: that's so interesting though you didn't like I guess you weren't like super unhappy in your job or like unfulfilled and then we're like I'm gonna find something else and do it because I think that quite often happens is that they get to break and point and they're like I need to find something else whereas this kind of naturally came into your life yeah. and you were, like hmm, I kind of like this a little bit better I suppose
1: yeah exactly but also like while I was in social work it wasn't like oh I love this and yes. I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life it was yes. kind of just like I'm in my 20s and this is paying the bills and this is like yeah. fine like it's not really anything that I'm like to write home about but yeah. I don't hate it either so that's why it was like nearly an easier transition for me because I was like okay I'm weighing up the pros and cons of what do I actually enjoy more yeah and coaching at that time was was that
0: um, the last change yeah, yeah. Uh, that is so interesting though because like for me obviously people will probably know from listening i did a podcast on this um but mine was a wee bit different not that dissimilar but i did radiography did it for three years moved to london was in the pandemic as well i've always been really into health and fitness where for me it was more i always said i would like loved health and fitness or not health and fitness because i didn't really know the word health when <laughs> i was younger but i always loved sports yeah, like yeah. i always, I always love sports and i actually wanted to do physio when i was younger but um, I'm not saying it was like my mum or anything, but I guess like a few influences were kind of like, you know, like, it's not going to be like sports physio, it's going to be like helping yeah. like old people the in elderly. the hospital get out of bed. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I don't want to no. do that. So i was <laughs> so do radiography, people. but back then, even if I guess there was, PT was like a dirty word. Like mm. if you were going to be a PT, it was like, you're going nowhere whereas like that the opposite could be more true now like it's booming yeah. the health and fitness industry but it was nearly back then that it was like a shame to do something like that or like you would go nowhere to do that so I got like redirected into something that I was not unhappy with but I was like okay like I did love radio and do very love studying it and stuff and start but I think for me I got to the point in my job where I was like is this it like yeah. I woke up one day and was like are we supposed to do this forever? Mm-hmm. Like, cause I don't know that I can. And then I did my PT course kind of on the side, but mine was a lot more sore. I feel like you're a lot more impulsive than me. I so know. mine was more of like a slow yeah. burner, like, but looking like, up the courage yeah, I felt exactly. as well, like bad or something, mm. I suppose. Like I felt like guilty that I was going against, I suppose like what I had studied for and like yeah. what everyone like knew me as and especially what I suppose social work's not that dissimilar but like radiography is it's a vocation it's yeah, like exactly. nursing like that's what you do I yeah. don't do anything different so it's kind of hard to go against the grain or even admit to yourself I suppose that you're like I'm not 100% happy and I think I struggled quite a lot there where I was like I'm not happy but I don't want to admit it and once mm. I say it out loud then everyone's gonna no, like know no, exactly. and it's real I know. so I definitely think you do talk things up in your head did you find that you were kind of like stuck in a bit of like a? oh
1: it took me so long of well so long a couple of months yeah. of me deciding whether I wanted to go full-time or not was more so down to my like own self-critic of being like but social work is like seen as the better job and I don't want to tell people I'm like a coach or a PT because it's just a coach or a PT Whereas social work like say you went to college which is absolutely bizarre when you think about it but that was in my head and I was like what are people going to think when I say this or like that I'm changing and what if it doesn't work and all of these things and I was like I've like you said gone to college to do this for four years and like it's nearly that some cost fallacy thing you put in the time to think what what you don't want to so bizarre when you actually think of like what way that would pan out if you did just say well i've done this now for four years I might as well do it for the rest of my life even if you didn't want to do that because yeah. that's
0: like what one year less than anything if you were to just change no literally it's so true and i think like from the outside now and i know like both of us because I will come into how we met and stuff but I think on the outside now we we always say we're like, we're like oh sure just try like what's the worst thing you're yeah. gonna do like you'll feel whatever and like you can see it from the outside but when you're in that headspace of not knowing like what to do or you're kind of struggling like know that a lot of people around you are probably feeling the same way they don't just say like I remember when I went out with my friends one time I was like like are you guys like happy in your job like, it was just not that far after uni and I was like like is anyone else kind of just like is this what we're all supposed mm-hmm. to do like you know from the 95 and they're all like yeah kind of not no not everyone is going to be absolutely buzzing about how they wake up like at the end of the day a job's a job like yeah. you know you have to i suppose find fulfillment not just in your job but in all the areas things, of your yeah. life as well but it, i do think that uni does not prepare you for i suppose being an adult and just the mundane no. and there's beauty Literally. in the mundane like so much beauty in the mundane, but like the mundane as have got waking up and I suppose, doing the same thing. Equally, if there's something like in your gut, cause I know for me and probably was for you as well, that you're just like, give it a go. Yeah. Like what's the worst thing that's gonna happen? And like you said, the only person holding you back is yourself because all those thoughts, nobody else was thinking them. Yeah, like literally. I remember trying to like telling my mom I was transitioning and I was shitting myself, <laughs> like so shitting myself and I wouldn't mind, but like my parents are so supportive. Like they're the most supportive yeah. people in the world. Like they, I literally could do anything and they would still support me i don't know like you just pipe something up in your head so much mm. but as long as you're happy and healthy like no one cares and i think that's as well the thing like small time mentality of you know like everyone's gonna talk about you yeah but at the end of the day like you're only gonna be in the conversation for five minutes and something else yeah, is exactly. gonna come along and like you're are you to gonna, gonna hold yourself yeah. back just and i think of... that's
1: so important to like nearly put yourself in the, the situation of talking about someone else because like say if you have seen someone else in your town like changing jobs or doing something you probably do have that thought in your head of oh they're doing that or they're setting up that business and either your brain might be like oh fair play or whatever it goes to but do you ever like spend time on that situation like never so i think that's the thing because it's very easy to be like oh like no one cares like don't think about it but actually when you think of how you would think about someone else it's like yeah oh, yes, I don't ever think about someone else that way.
0: Yeah, no, literally. It's like putting yourself, like, in the shoes to be like, actually, the reality is that no one gives a flying fuck about what you're doing. As nice as that, like, (laughs) that sounds harsh, but, like, it's true. No one actually cares. But it's beautiful that nobody cares. No, exactly. I do think coming from, like, small towns or, like, being from Ireland, there is that thing, kind of, like, like, just going into, like, the one job and like the nine to five and just kind of getting on with it and stuff but like you don't have to do that if you don't want to no
1: and I think the thing is as well of like no one cares it goes the opposite way as well of like leaving and changing to try something that you might want to do like the idea of what if it doesn't work and like what are people going to think then if it doesn't work yeah and like speaking from experiences is exactly what happened to me when I like left to social work went to do online coaching and then after like a couple of months a year so I was like I actually don't think I want to do this anymore yeah and in, then that in my head was like oh, what are people going to think now if I go back to social work they're going to think I failed or they're going to think that it didn't work out as much and again it's like the opposite in my brain to what it was saying when I was trying to do the transition from social work to coaching the same way of coaching to social, social work, work yeah. and I was like in my head about it and I was like my own worst critic and yeah then I did make the transition <laughs> back because I was like okay it's actually only me that's like yeah exactly or benefiting from this change if I want to like follow what I actually want to do um and I just like I still really liked coaching but I didn't really like coaching being my like job I realized I just liked it as a hobby and a side thing and that's why now I have it as like my like side thing like I don't do as much um and I have social work but when I eventually went back then to to social work and I realized that again no one has said anything or no one has questioned yeah. it it's just been like oh what do you do now like social they're like oh yeah fair play like people Nobody don't even cares. know like you, you know, know. They it's they so don't funny care. yeah they don't
0: care so yeah for contact if anyone didn't understand what we we're just saying like karen left social work became an online coach set up her online coaching business Was working at that for a few months and then realized she didn't actually want to do it anymore well full-time yeah you wanted to go back and do it a bit part-time so you're still online coaching a bit part-time and like that's so okay and she went back to social work but she had the basically the the same feelings in the reverse role so it just shows you it doesn't matter what job you're going from whether it's like a a good job in society to a job that's maybe Mm -hmm. not lesser in society to back to a, a good job yeah, deciding exactly. you're still gonna have the same like yeah. limiting beliefs holding you back and like it's so okay and again nobody cares and I think the thing is is that you think as well when you jump like that that's it you can't jump again but like we were actually saying on a walk the other day I was like the I think it was a TikTok that I think came up on my thing and I was saying to Karen I was like the beauty of like um having loads of jobs like what is this thing that we have one life but like we have to stay in the same career forever Like, why can't we just have, like, seasons where we, like, want to be different things? Like, I want to be a barista at some point. I want to be, like, you know, whatever the fuck you want to be, it doesn't matter. I think there's this, like, societal pressure that you have to be one thing. And if you don't have that, like, one thing locked down in your early Mm -hmm. 20s, then, like, you're not going anywhere. But that's not true, like. No, exactly. As long as you're happy. Yeah,
1: and I think as well, like, mainly, well, what I get from, like, when I'm talking to my friends and stuff, it's, like, people don't know what they want. So it's that idea, rather than, like, they either feel like stuck in their job it's like okay they might feel stuck but you actually don't know what to move into and stuff but the, the way to find that out is like trial and error try it, like, yeah. try something else try something different because like that the worst that can happen is you go back to what you did before if you preferred that or you try
0: something else yeah. we're, we're doing our ears we're doing we, all of them <laughs> yeah doing all of our ears that's so true because i think that's like it's also i think something that i Came maybe a little bit more from the pandemic and probably from transparency of social media as well, like showing the day to day lives of different people and stuff. But people are like, "Oh, the Snowflake Generation," and I don't think we're the Snow. Well, maybe we are the Snow. I don't think we're the Snowflake Generation, are we? I think (laughs) we're like just ahead of that. Anyway, the whole thing of like young people these days, like they don't want to stick at anything or they don't whatever. But like, also, why would you stick at something that doesn't make you happy? Like, I think if anything, it's a good thing that people don't stick at stuff like that. Like. Why are you staying somewhere if it's not making you happy? And I'm not saying like after a week, like we all know when you start a new job for the first week, it's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's like yeah. you don't know what's going on, whatever. It's the same way that like if you just went to a new school or whatever yeah. it is or at exactly. a new friend group, like it takes a while. But equally, like after a while, if there is something out there, and especially for people who I suppose have something itching them where they have something else like maybe in the pipeline and they know what that thing mm. is it's like jump yeah exactly. like jump when you don't know and I'm not saying like because I know on social media as well you think everyone is thriving all the time and like even for me like people will be like oh my god you're doing unreal and stuff and like I I, to be fair I'm very happy with (laughs) where I am but like it's not just easy like that you only see the good like you don't see like for example for online coaches you only maybe see like me in the gym for half an hour and being like oh my god she gets to go to the gym in the middle of of the day but you don't see the 5am wake up calls or learning how to set bits. up a business yeah, exactly like, I did not know and that's one thing because I know a lot of online coaches or people who maybe are interested in online coaching have messaged me before asking about like the transition and I'm very open and I will help anybody because like even mm-hmm. like, you helped me so yeah. much whenever I first met you and um, like set it all up but I was not no idea like how do you learn about those things like you just it's mental it's like you online coaching for example it's not just being a coach like you are a business owner you set up everything from yeah. the beginning to the end you're a marketer yeah, exactly like, i
1: work now i don't know that before no. you get into it like that's why i realized that i didn't really like having online coaching my full-time job not because i didn't like coaching i love coaching i didn't like being a business owner i didn't like, like having to do taxes and yeah like, businessy sort of things so, <laughs>
0: like honestly like it's it is mind-boggling like like she just said like setting up taxes getting an accountant someone who's not going to rip you off like having to constantly show up on social media yeah, like marketing. people thinking that social media is nearly like a fun thing but you're like no social media is actually kind yeah. of my job now because that's how you bring in clients like that side of things isn't really shown mm-hmm. and you maybe go and spend like what an hour or two posting a video worrying about the editing worrying about the caption and then you post it and nobody <laughs> likes it and you're like for what's oh. sake you know like but that's what you have to go through and that is so normal but I think that people think it is so rosy but it's it's not like I said like I work now more than I've ever worked yeah. in my life and like I used to work full-time in the NHS I actually had somebody message me who's a radiographer and she was like how did you transition from like radiography I suppose you just cut ties right you just were like I'm really handling my business yeah which is so ballsy as well because I had the beauty of like
1: transition yeah see I think that's like that would ideally but a lot of jobs don't offer that part-time yeah, thing so, so I was like mm, I either stay or I go so I just was like, Wait. what's to lose? I just left yeah. and went. So I think it would be nice probably to have that transition period, yeah. but not everyone, obviously that's
0: that. Yeah, that's so true. Now, in fairness, for context, if anyone is really for I did work in the NHS and I did then move to, because I was starting online coaching and I didn't set up my business or anything at this point, I was kind of just like getting into it a little bit, coaching a few people. I went from the NHS to a private place that was four days, but I did five days of hours over four days. So I had one day off which allowed me to then like bring on a few more clients and start setting it up and then I went to them and it was a private clinic so I was able to go to them with with the um what do you call it the suggestion of could I if I wanted to like go part-time here like would you help me with that and they were very reciprocal so don't be afraid to ask either like you might think like it's a no but you might also be benefiting them by staying for half of the time and then like for example for shift workers for example radiography physio whatever it is nursing you have the beauty then of like banking or you know do picking up shifts if they're needed so there's that kind of security as well so I would also like to say that I did have security like a blanket whenever and I still have it because I haven't left yet of being able to do both but like you also didn't Mm -hmm. so I think if I hadn't the blanket of that it probably also would have been harder because I would have been like Shit, like you have to, you have to pay you your bills. To, yeah, like, exactly. how do you pay your bills? Like, yeah. you know, like some people live at home or whatever. Like, that's fair enough. But at the still, at the end of the day, you have to make money somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So it can be like scary. But equally, like when you find something that you want to do, or there is that itch in your gut, you're yeah. like, I have to exactly. do it. You have to try it. So yeah. I think as well, though,
1: like on the other side of that is the thing because it is such like a our generational thing that like nearly everyone has to be entrepreneurs or every hobby you think you like that has to be your side hustle but actually it's important to remember that having a hobby and keeping it as a hobby is okay like okay yeah you don't have to just make it into a job because everyone seems to be making their side hustles or being their own boss or going around and traveling and living like the remote like nomad lifestyle like it's perfectly normal and like more common to have like a normal nine-to-five and maybe if you don't love it but you have your loves outside so I, of, out yeah of it. I
0: think that's fulfillment though isn't it like yeah I would say that like even that person who you said like how do you get fulfillment in your job I went through a period of time have you ever read um what do you call it working hard or hardly working By Chris oh, yeah. she talks a lot about that she's yeah. like if you can't make the swap because also there might be people who listen to this who maybe do have like a few kids like responsibilities mm-hmm. and it's not as easy for some people to just yeah. jump like the whole how to find fulfillment, not just in your job. And when I was unhappy in radiography for a while, before I admitted it to myself, I devoted a lot of my time to the other things in my life that like made me more fulfilled. So like it was going to the gym and it yeah. was like, you know, like journaling and like practices that made me feel good and made me feel better about going to the nine to five that I wasn't very happy. And so, like you said, it's not that you have to be unhappy in it. You can just be like, this is like equilibrium. This yeah. is like normal i love my life outside of it and also the nine to five some for some people like it allows you to switch off Like i know coaching i don't switch off ever like i don't know how to switch off whereas like in radiography i would have just left that door and wouldn't have worried and i think it comes
1: down as well to like your values and like aligning them at the time like they change all the time so it's just like kind of checking in with yourself and being like okay what do i value at the moment like for me when i was like full-time coaching i valued freedom and i wanted to travel and, and that was what aligned with like that job Mm -hmm. so it was perfect for me at the time then i moved to london and i was still coaching and i was like actually this doesn't really align as more because i have more of a secure base like i have like i just want to have a base a normal kind of job a normal income and have coaching as a hobby and when i was thinking about my values and i was like like one of my big values is freedom and then actually i was thinking well like a normal salary gives freedom because it's not like worrying about say bringing everything in and yeah. like doing your own business side of things. So actually you can have the same values, but in a different way for different jobs. Yeah. So like kind of journaling as, as always. But yeah, jur- journaling like and that checking is that actually,
0: in. I was gonna say like what tips you would give for people, but journaling is where it's at lads. If Which I name? talk about it all the time, but, and I plug myself, I did bring out a journal, so
1: <laughs> check the link in I bio. <laughs>
0: um, but no, journaling is like, honestly, free therapy I always mm. call it but like I never say like I should stop saying that because therapy is so valid and to be fair I think I could have benefited from therapy if it was more accessible And I think as well therapy is quite expensive for some people yeah. and it's not always accessible so journaling is a really good way to explore it and also I think to just sit down with a pen and paper and be like well what do I want yeah and I know people are like do the perfect day exercise which is very valuable of like you know sitting down and what your perfect day looks like but also that might be like a perfect day but it's not always the perfect day is seven days a week yeah, then it's no longer life. perfect yeah, yeah. exactly because like realistically the perfect day would be me with my father yeah like, well, like a gorgeous yeah, Saturday morning yeah. or something but that's not you know like day. that's the beauty in you know what I mean but I think sitting down more and being like what do I want and what makes me happy and like you know is there a roadmap that could maybe get me there even though it mightn't be just in one month I quit my job handed in and go yeah. like it could be over two years or even like i did like can you do both at one time like you know even go part-time so that you have more time to do the thing that you want to do or even like study and i'm like can you study for that thing whilst you're whilst you're in your job or or whatever but there's nothing wrong with like staying like we said in a job that maybe just satisfies you and it's because you're comparing to other people that you're like i want out of here or there's something wrong here but you haven't maybe focused on like making it a little bit better either because how you react to an environment as well like if I go into a video and I'm like I hate this I hate it even more but if I go in there and I'm like I'm just gonna get my job done like I enjoy it like I'm working with nice people like whatever then you have a far better day but if you're constantly thinking like negative thoughts in that job it's never gonna get any better. Oh exactly and
1: I think as well like within your job like you can like search out for things that you prefer so you might think that you don't like your job at all but actually like there's little parts in your day that you're like do find your flow in, and like everyone's different obviously like say for my job there's different aspects of it and I know that I prefer like say the meeting people and the like supervision part of things some people are more like report writing and things like that but finding out what you actually like by being more mindful within the like hours of the thing and then you can like work on building that up and like being like okay search out more projects with like more of that overall or even if you wanted to move jobs rather than like leave your job for like self-employed thing you could look for something that you've okay maybe found some of the joys in your last job and using that experience and building that up there as well yeah because like you're in your 20 well probably most people are in their twenties, listening so yeah, it's like, listen to this it's much we have time to make changes. you so
0: much time and even if you're not 25 but even if you're 45 i'm like you can change now yeah. like there is ways to do it like I don't even know, but I think, I don't know what age Oprah was, which became like <laughs> actual Oprah, but they say like, like it's not as young as you think, like you have to go through a few years of like not knowing what to do or, or being in something and then like 10 years later, you can be like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I want to do something different. And that's why we should embrace all of the eras. Like the barista <laughs> era is coming, lads. Like I will be pouring flat whites, <laughs> flat whites. <laughs> and handing out croissants with a smile. Like it's going to be happening. Um, but no, like in all seriousness, it is really important to listen to what, I suppose, what you're, Gut, I say it, heart gut, whatever um is telling you and if there is something going on and you're like I'm not very happy realize that, like the only person really deep down who can change it whether it be like change the actual situation you're in or just maybe improve the situation that is in is is you and like you can't live your life by anybody else like even if you do have a parent who maybe is like well you can't change or whatever like at the end of the day it's not up to them like you yeah. can't live Like that, just for somebody else. Like you have to live
1: the day to day. Yeah, exactly.
0: And no one can tell you what you like or want to do either. Like, if somebody's like around you who's like me, like, oh, I don't know, you should do. Like, I don't think you should be surrounded yourself with people like that. Like, I think once you confide in somebody as well that you trust, Mm -hmm. and who's like just a a very level ground, you can be like, okay, it's actually a lot easier to get it out of your head. Because I find like talking helped so much but i didn't want to talk at the start and i still am very bad for that i will hold it all in and then one day i'll be like okay this is is everything that's (laughs) going on in my head for the past three months um and it all spills out and people are like whoa i'm like yeah i know but it's been it's been (laughs) for ages but i think talking to somebody whenever you're like i don't really know did you confide anyone we were kind of like
1: i think yeah like I, i think everyone really at the time like around me say i think for a while I was living at home and then I moved out and so when I was at home I was like to like my parents all time like I don't really know like and they were very supportive and like kind of pushed me to try if I wanted to try because like that it was like you can always come back and this like, yeah nothing uh bad is gonna come from it um and then the same way when I was living out I was saying to my housemates I was like oh I don't really love doing this like full time or whatever and then they kind of like encouraged me to not listen to what other people were saying you're like, yeah. like, not even that people were saying it it was just that my brain was telling me people were, were saying, saying it. yeah that's it yeah. it's like
0: people you're yeah you are thinking that people are like saying it but then exactly. like once you go ahead and do it people then stand and look and be like wow you did that thing or whatever or look up to you, whatever but in your head you're thinking everyone is like yeah talking about you but it I guess that's just like it's isn't normal it? yeah, exactly. to feel like that there's nothing wrong it? with you like to think that and I think no. that we're like yeah don't like dismiss that thought in your head but you can't like at the time i couldn't get that thought out of my head like that was just what it was yeah. it was just like people talking to me and i can't do this <laughs> but now such... i'm like you can do this yeah exactly and um, but what do you call it as well as that, i would say if you can like if there is maybe some someone who does what you want to do or like i suppose people like friends or like say for example it's online coaches or if it is fitness I find like surrounding myself with people like you or you know like people in the industry yeah. really helps. Same vibes, yeah. Like give the energies, mm-hmm. I suppose. Okay, just for context, me and Karen actually met at um, IFS, which is International Fitness Summit. And um, people are going to remember that because all I did was plaster James <laughs> Smith and and Cartel. I was obsessed with Deer at the time, and um, more so than James. Probably still am yeah, but... a wee bit more of a deer and fan than mm, James. Okay. But anyway, and um, all of my stories and on the last day of IFS in the business day I remember we met and yes. then
1: but like only really briefly. Really? Like five briefly. minutes or something.
0: It was like, yeah. Yeah. Or even no, it was the it was the day before, it was actually the night before, it was like the party night. Where oh, we bumped oh, into each other and we were like all Irish and then it was like, Oh do you guys want to get coffee before this? Mm. And then we were like, Oh it's actually at like eight in the morning and I was like, Oh right, okay well we yeah. get coffee but I bumped into you the next day and we exchanged I think Instagrams Instagrams, yeah and then the law of attraction obviously went into action and no that was so weird. that was so also weird. more context
1: tara lived in london at the time i didn't live in london i was over visiting and like was just in a random coffee shop while i was texting tara being like you should meet sometime yeah and then didn't i look up and, and i was, was standing there, there it and was like, tara what the fuck? it was so weird it was, it the was
0: randomest so thing weird. Ever. and then little did you know I was going to cling oh, all yeah, to her like life. Best friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, after. But, yeah, no, Karen definitely helped me a lot. She was already, at that stage, I wasn't an online coach. And I was like, I kind of want to do this. I kind of want so we would go on I like to call them emotionally supportive what <laughs> <didn't even> have... <laughs> I'm like at one point I was like, this girl's gonna be like, will you actually stop, like no. all you do is come for emotional support. But um genuinely no, like a surrounding yourself with people who build you up and support you is very important. Mm. And like even like I said, because Karen's was then ninth she helped me a lot with I suppose when I first went online as well, and you you said to me you were like, you know, like the day to day, because also I only ever knew like not 9 to 5 because of shift work, but, like, going to work. It was kind of like going to school. You know, you went there, your day was nearly you, yeah. and then you did it. But when you become online or you, like, you know, work for yourself, you <laughs> have the day, and you're like, uh, oh, my God, I have to put I structure do. in like, here. I have yeah. so much things to do. But, like, also, you can go and do whatever you want at any time. Like, you can very exactly. easily get, like... No, I didn't... I was nearly overworking at the time, but you can, if you wanted, to just go shopping on a moron yeah. Tuesday in the middle of the day. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it is weird and it is sometimes like you get like not guilt but like i yeah. remember you saying to me you were like i used to hate going to the gym in the middle of the day i think because you I thought, thought people, that people might be would like, see me and
1: be like hey, why aren't you not working or like you know just yeah. questioning about it so that was the thing that i was like make sure you feel free to do whatever yeah. you want yeah. it's your working day yeah it is your working you day because whatever.
0: like she said like i and i often go in the middle of the day but I then would work until like later in the evening and I'm like, it's the real reverse of like finishing the nine to five and you know, what do you call it? Going to the gym yeah. in those two hours. Whereas I would go in the gym in the middle of the day and then I'd work And not that you have to justify it at all. But I think when you see people online, you're like, oh my God, they're just in the gym in the middle of the yeah. day. Like they must be doing nothing. And I think like, I was actually listening to a podcast, Kate Coaching's podcast and her and Amy were talking, they were saying about um, like, people think like always say to her like oh you know you're living the dream or whatever and she's like I work all of the time and people don't see that whenever people are setting up specifically their own businesses online or their own businesses yeah. in general like you only see a one snap yeah literally. picture or a 10 minute video or whatever it is her out getting a coffee on a walk like no different than what you would do on a mm-hmm. night of the but you like glorify it and think that you see all of the so little time, snippets in yeah. between the day so don't be fooled by the laptop lifestyle either because i know karen To, to i know we're gonna finish off soon but you did go to like try like before you lived in london you were like yeah. i'm gonna to go to like portugal i'm gonna try this out but you were like it's not yeah i traveled around because like
1: that i was just didn't really know where i wanted to go what i wanted to do yeah in that stage that everyone yeah. goes through Um, so i was like i'll go to portugal for a couple of weeks and just stay in a couple of hostels um, and like the co-working spaces and it was like fine but like it was like I had a great time yeah. outside of it but I did have to like work and you kind of forget that and you yes. feel like and then you also feel guilty for being away and not working then when you like maybe you only do a couple of hours one day or yeah. you're like oh I'm supposed to be working so it was kind of just a conflict of interest in my brain yeah <laughs> I wasn't able to process that <laughs> yeah I was like I just need the normal like job and you'll leave like days yeah. off and then do the coaching as my hobby. happy but that's again just me whereas some people prefer like yeah. that like you just find what you thrive off more and go with that. Yeah, and you don't know that
0: until you try it. No, you don't. And like that is true. I haven't gone away with my laptop. To be fair, like I've only gone to Ireland, but <laughs> I think you do think. Like I did think as well, it would be a lot more glamorous. Like you know, you'd be like, oh, I can go off and do whatever. But I'm like, I need strong Wi-Fi and yeah. I need somewhere that they're silent. So actually, being on a beach with a laptop is yeah. not no. going to be able to be possible. No. So I don't think like when you see stuff like that, or you're like, be your own boss, you can make your own hours, whatever. Yeah, you can make your own hours but also you're only working far more than you ever thought yeah. and like that's just the reality of it now don't get me wrong like i know karen went back and she loves both of the things i personally right now love coaching more than i love radiography and that's okay i can change my mind yeah and i can go back and like i know people and i actually used to take this kind of offensively when people were like you can always go back and i was like N- no like that don't say that because that makes me feel then like i am will like have, have to go, go back like video. yeah like it's not going well enough but give yourself first of all a chance Mm. to try it out and there is nothing wrong with going back there is nothing wrong with picking up a day here or there there's not wrong with like going fully back do whatever you want nobody cares
1: probably the idea of like going back is probably like a Wrong phrase to use because it yeah. sounds like you're going backwards, backwards. in life. Yeah, that's but, funny. like, saying, well, for this for is me, why you're my... so
0: smart. See, <laughs> like, I see she says that, and I'm like, oh my god, it makes no sense. You guys see why I go on walks with her, <laughs> but it's just like
1: a different path. Like, say, yeah. you can, like, say, w- with mine, social work, but I'm in like a different version. I didn't go back to the same job, say, I went back to social work in general, but a different job in a different country yeah. and different things like that. So, you can find a new path, but yeah. being within the same like industry or the same job, like there's just so much path and there's so much out there. There's literally an abundance of jobs, and I know it's like hard to find jobs when you like go go looking, but there you know, is. There's the things come up when you like actually search or yeah. you put whatever it is that you also, want. There's in, just so there. many jobs, like you, so can many jobs.
0: you can be literally. anything. You could be anything.
1: I know and Honestly. I think that's the thing with uh, school that's difficult because they don't tell you what yeah, all the they old do they're are like
0: this you can only do one thing and yeah like, that, or there's the catalog yeah, exactly and apply or like when job. people
1: do like say business or commerce or something like that in, in uni and then it's like all they know is that they can be say an accountant or yeah. a business person after but there's so many different paths and strains to that yeah that's like that's where Out you can there. find your fulfillment and your joy is yeah. finding the thing true trial and error
0: yes that's the motto trial and error and go into whatever era or era you want era you to want. you want we to support you. Because, yeah we support you if you need any help with sorting your life out you can come on a walk with <laughs> <laughs> I'm really joking, but, um they're for me <laughs> um anyway i think this has been really helpful and really nice Um, i was saying far before we started this i was like, i'm interested because i met Aaron when i was going through mine so she helped me a lot during mine but hers was nearly a part of it was done before excuse me your transition at the start was done before i met you so yeah. it was interesting to hear like your side of it and i was like yours is a lot quicker than mine i i was dragged out she's a bit more impulsive and um, so if you are dragged out or if you are impulsive either way you'll get there yeah, in the yeah, end exactly you'll get i get there in the end and if you want to change paths you can change paths okay that's it we're gonna log it off here if you enjoy this episode. Thank you. I say this at the end, I need to check it out every time. I don't know if it's like, subscribe, whatever the fuck it is. Do that with the podcast, leave it a rating, share it on your stories, and tag both us both of us, um, at Tarji Fit and At Caz Coaching. Yes, and we'll see you in the next Thank episode. You. Thank you.